This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John. I'm at the table with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? Hey, John. I'm doing good today, man. We just had Christmas, so, you know, my boys were excited. I'm excited. Absolutely. Getting ready for the new year. Heck yeah. Getting ready for the new year, new goals, new dreams, new passions, hopefully for all of you or continuing on the same boat. That's an okay New Year's resolution as well. Sometimes if you're doing great, your resolution should just be to continue, yeah. and that's okay. So today, what we're going to talk about is how it is okay to be obsessed with your passion, right. all right? And I'm going to kind of get into what that really means and stuff, but that's what I want from you guys in the new year. So happy new year. I want you guys to be obsessed with your passion, which is becoming a professional wrestler, right? So if becoming a true professional is your goal, then it's time to get obsessed, all right? Don't let anyone tell you that you're too focused, right? It takes the 1% of the 1% to truly master pro wrestling at the highest level, all right? And maybe you're not trying to get there, but maybe you are, right? Maybe main event in WrestleMania is in your future. Maybe that is what you want. Mm -hmm. That's the 1%, guys, right yeah. there. So a true master of pro wrestling at the highest level. Obsession is going to turn average people into those outliers, those people that are making those moves, and you see them, and you just you wish that that could be you, and you don't understand why. Well, the real reason is they were just obsessed enough to go for action. So extreme outcomes, like you want to be main event at WrestleMania, that's an extreme outcome, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. These, those require some extreme action. All right, So we're going to talk about maybe some ways to get your mind in the right place to where you can do that. So also, before we get started here, head on over to YouTube. You can type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You can follow our page. Please like, please subscribe, leave us a comment on there. Click that bell, you'll get notified every time we post a new video. But leave us comments. We like to see those on the YouTube videos, and you can let us know what maybe content you want to see in the future. Yep. All right, guys. So let's talk about being obsessed. First off, let's talk about knowing your history. We actually talked about this many, many episodes ago, yep. but let's touch on it again here. So it's okay to be a nerd about wrestling. It's all right. What happened at each WrestleMania? What happened at, you know, Wrestle Kingdom in Japan in 2005? Uh, that's fine. You want to know the origin of the DDT or the pile driver? That's great. Um, so we had Brad Eubanks on here um, mm -hmm. a few episodes ago. He was, uh, uh, it's the episode about being a booker promoter and such. Right. And um, um, Brad has always been kind of my go-to guy for dates. So like it's it's insane to me because I'm I I it's it's a skill that I lack. I don't have it in my regular life, much less like pro wrestling knowledge, but but Brad was always a guy that could tell me what happened like on Monday Night Raw in 1993, <laughs> like on the USA Network uh in the in the the first hour of of the 2-hour program. Right. Like it was crazy to me how he could do that. That that was so odd to me. And I actually I know a couple guys that are similar to that, but I'm not a historian in that sense. Like I don't I know all of the major events and stuff. I could not put dates to any of them. Like I couldn't tell you when Hulk Hogan faced Sting at Starcade or anything like that. Like I can't tell you. I remember it well, fondly. I, I can detail to remember every aspect of the match itself, but I can't tell you when it is. Mine was always talk about being a nerd of pro wrestling. Mine was actually always the what I wrote next in this, which was the names of obscure moves. Mm -hmm. I've always been fascinated 
with the names and the creation of pro wrestling moves. So I, I have a like a vast encyclopedia in my brain of the names of moves, like the the original names of moves and such. I don't know why, that just always appealed to me. Yeah. I always like to, to hear that and know the different variations. So like, you know, in this country the 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 scorpion death lock is called this instead of this. And over here in Canada it's called the sharpshooter and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. so like all of these things are okay, guys. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's okay to be a nerd for pro wrestling. It's okay to be obsessed with your profession and be a historian. So, like Chris Burnham that we had on here, he's got yeah. really great knowledge of pro wrestling, and even on the super local level, which is why I like talking to him of Oklahoma and stuff. You know, that's why he started that website, mm-hmm. Oklahoma fan. Like um, being a historian, yeah. that was his way of being in the business, right? He was never going to be a pro wrestler, but he could do that for everybody. Mm-hmm. He could keep a, like a detailed history of everything, and I love it. I love having that out there. So it's okay to want to know more about your profession, guys. Don't let people tell you that it's not like, man, all you ever think about is wrestling. Well, yeah, that's all I want to do. That's what I want to be. So go for it. That's fine. Yeah, I know. I, I know for me with this, like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm re- me and my brother are the only ones like mm-hmm. in my family that uh, like pro wrestling and yeah. watch pro wrestling and mm-hmm. pay any attention to it. And so anyone else you try to talk to, right. even this podcast is so funny. It sure. was like, oh, you have a podcast about wrestling. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, it, you know, <laughs> yes. it's, it's it's well, you know, pro wrestling has a stigma about it. With oh, people for that sure, yeah, yeah. It. People that aren't don't know, don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's always so. I guess what I'm getting at, if if you don't have that immediate circle, sometimes that can be hard mm-hmm. to be able to even to share the knowledge yes. and the history and just the passion that you have for it. Right. So. Uh, but don't be afraid to, man. I, I know I, I talk about it all the time, and uh, sometimes I see their eyes glaze over, but they're talking <laughs> to me about stuff I don't care about, too. So. Exactly. It goes it goes both ways, for sure. That's all right to be obsessed, guys, because everybody has those obsessions with things that, that are a little obscure for other people, and that's okay. And then when you get in the right room, you're going to love that you have all that knowledge. Yep. So beyond just being a historian and knowing all those things, I want you to study all the different styles of professional wrestling. Yeah. So. Don't let anyone, especially someone masquerading as a veteran, quote unquote, okay, because we get a lot of those in pro wrestling. You get those guys that feel like they have more knowledge than they actually have, and they tell you what to do when they actually don't know what to do. And you got to be real careful with those because age is not always the best determinant of of who has the most knowledge, okay? So be careful. And one way to spot somebody that doesn't really know what they're talking about is somebody that tells you you should ignore any aspect of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. I want you to study American. I want you to study lucha, Japanese, European, even death matches, and far beyond that, okay? Like, there are all different aspects of professional wrestling, and I think that you should look into all of them, yeah. each one of them, and, you know, do what you can. Like, super indie is a style. Like, super indie wrestling, which is where the guys are, are flipping like crazy and they're, they're not selling each other's moves and stuff, that's still a style. Some people prefer that style, and that's okay. Um, TV wrestling is a style. Like what you see on the WWE, like it's very different than what you see even on AEW on a different channel. Like it's actually a lot different than what you see there. So like learning each style, learn from all of them, watch them live if you can. If you can make it, man, if you see, if you've never watched like live, like I don't know, like a hardcore, like there are shows out there that's all hardcore wrestling or death matches or whatever. And you see one coming to an area around you and you're a wrestling fan, but you think, man, that doesn't really appeal to me but you've never seen it, go check it out. It might not appeal to you, by the way. You might go and not like it, and that's okay too. But I think you should go check it out. I think you should get a taste of everything, and if you can do it live, that's the best way to experience because you get that atmosphere along with it as well. Um, attend seminars of pros inside of each of these if you can. So like, if you can go to a seminar 
if there's if you're lucky enough to where there's someone that's like really good at European wrestling or Japanese wrestling or luchador wrestling nearby and they're putting on a seminar or anywhere they don't have to be nearby travel go to them if they're in if they're within your realm of going to and you can learn from all of them that's great even if you feel like you are a well accomplished American wrestler right now and you don't need to necessarily I mean we're always learning right but you don't feel the urge that you're like man I don't necessarily need a new skill at the moment you should go anyway. Go study luchador. Even if it doesn't appeal to you, you don't ever plan on wrestling like a luchador ever in your life, you should still go learn it, study it. You never know what's going to happen to you. You never know if you might get sent to Mexico or something one day and have to make some money there. And you might fall in love with it. You might find a whole new way to merchandise yourself, to transform your character, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, you might find all different aspects of this. So I mean, guys, if you can, if you're lucky enough to have the, the funds or whatever it might be to where you can do it, I mean, travel more. Go to Mexico and stack chairs at a pro wrestling company if you can. I mean, they'll let you help, I promise mm -hmm. you. Work out in Japan. You go to Japan and you get to study pro wrestling and you can hit a local gym and stuff. Work out there. Work out with the young training wrestlers there. Do whatever you can. Find a way to see it all even if it has to be online, right? So if yeah. you can't get there, if you're stuck somewhere to where you can't get to all these different places, find it online and watch it, all right? Blend the styles together. That's what yeah. I always love. I love yeah. it when guys can blend the styles together and create their own, mm -hmm. you know, that unique, like, combination of, of American and Mexican. And, and I love that kind of style. So blend the styles together, create your own, and reinvent yourself. Yeah, definitely. John, John, you know I'm a Bruce Lee fan, and you sure. basically hit the quote yeah, yeah. right there. You know, use what is useful, reject what is useless, that's and right. then make it your own. Um, but, you know, the, the UFC, that's basically what that was, yes. right? They're just taking all the different martial arts and putting them together, and you can do that with the wrestling. And I absolutely love that, too, uh, being able to see guys kind of mix different styles mm -hmm. together. It's um, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. I... What I really enjoy is when, um, like, if you if you watch some of the old, like, if you're watching, uh, like, some old WWE, let's say, mm -hmm. or WWF back then. Yeah, yeah. And seeing some of the guys, like, this, this goes back kind of to the history, but also kind of the style. Like, if you have mm -hmm. a heel back then versus kind of what the heel does now, and being able to steal some of that yeah. old heel stuff and bring it to maybe yeah. people that have not seen that. Yeah. Because they, they don't know the history sure. and they haven't seen that kind of style. What is old is new again. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You never know what you're going to be able to find um, from looking at old things. Like, even, like, with me and my, you know, daily life of, of writing strength programs for people and, and personal training clients and stuff, I find myself looking at, at you know, like I'm, I'm studying like a brand new ISSA trainer manual right now and it's great. And then I find myself looking at a, a like early 80s Charles Poliquin, Poliquin yeah. like bodybuilding mm -hmm. book and I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, you could take that and put it here and just blending those yeah. styles together. I love it, guys. So, like, it's, it is never going to hurt you to have more knowledge and more skills. Like, it's always going to be a strength for you to have more and more skills. All right. So, beyond just the different styles of pro wrestling, of which there are many, and I want you to study them all, also study all aspects in the ring and behind the curtain, guys. So, I want you to watch the referees. I want you to watch the promoters. Um, try out as a security guard for a company you've never worked for, even if you are a current wrestler somewhere. Maybe you're the freaking champion of your hometown, but you want to wrestle in this bigger company that's, that's eight states away. That's great. Stack chairs for them. 
Be a security guard for them. Start all over if you have to, to make it there as well. If you're truly confident in your skills, you're going to get there. Like you're going to be able to do it. Do that for a company you never worked for. Um, ask the cameraman how he got his job in pro wrestling. Ask him how he got trained and what he thinks helped him the most. Did he get trained as a pro wrestling cameraman? Was that a thing? Probably not. He probably got trained in some other aspects of, of doing camera. And now what has he learned to apply that to the unique industry of professional wrestling? I love hearing about that stuff from guys who are yeah. really intertwined in pro wrestling. So you can ask the camera guys, the security guards, if they have like long stapled security guards or whatever. Um, ask a stagehand who taught them to do their job. Who taught them to hang the curtains this way? Um, you know, you're not bothering them. You're having a genuine conversation. Like ask them, like why are they there? Are they are they part of this promotion? Do they want to be a wrestler in the future? Like where did it come from? Ask them their any tips and tricks they've learned along the way. Um, ask a referee what their pet peeves are. Um, for real, like ask, like you never know what a referee is going to tell you. That'd be a great thing to learn. Like, hey, hey, I don't like it when this happens or whatever. I don't like it when a wrestler puts their hands on me and it's not part of the story. That might be something you learn. That's great. And then also, you're going to get to know your referees and stuff better and just have a better relationship. That's a great thing as well. So study everything and be obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. It's perfectly fine in the ring and behind the curtain. So. What goes along with one of the last couple things I talked about was reinventing yourself, or I mentioned it a couple times. So we talk about it a lot on this podcast because that's, that's what we do. Transform your body. But it's not just about fitness, okay? Like, yes, I want you to be fitter. I want you to be stronger. But remember when you're doing those things, it's also therapy for yourself, like your mental health, your body's health, your mental health. It's therapy for you. It's medicine for your body to train it and live a life that's, you know, free of joint and tendon pain and all that crap. Like it is medicine to have a strong body. It's peace, right? Mm -hmm. You can have control over every aspect. You never have to like, it's such a peace of mind thing for me to know. And I only learned this from working with them. So maybe I'm going to teach you guys this right now. There are people out there that dread like shopping at a grocery store because their physical health is too bad. Yeah. Like, like, do you take that for granted? The fact that you can park in the very back of a parking lot and walk to the front door, it's not really a big deal. There are people that that would crush them. They would not be able to shop that day because they can't get a parking space close enough. That's peace of mind like you can't imagine right there. So that's what fitness is about. I mean, I, I, I went way backwards, right? Because if you're becoming a pro wrestler, you're not in that kind of shape, of course, hopefully. But just seriously, guys, when you think about fitness, think about more than just, oh, I got to lift weights, get muscles. It's power and strength. It's self-care. It's self-reliance. That's another. That's what I was kind of just mm -hmm. talking about. Yeah. The fact that you can rely on yourself to do things. Like, that's an amazing thing. Like, I, I never take for granted the fact that it's like, well, like, I wish I had my buddy to carry this heavy box up the stairs, but I know I'm strong enough to do it, so I'll just do it. Like, you know, it would be easier with two yeah. people, but I can do it. Just being able to rely on yourself. Like, that's an important thing, too. Like, I, and, you know, if, if you want to peel the curtain way, way back, like – like my my mother-in-law recently told me she tripped in her front yard and had to wait like 30 minutes to get the strength to stand up again. Man. That's crazy, right? Not being able to rely on yourself to get back on your own feet. That's, you know, and that's something that I'm working with her on now as well. Like you you can't live a life that way. You don't want to live a life that way. You want to be able to rely on yourself emotionally and physically. Um, you know, this one is super simple though. You know, personal growth is going to start with physical transformation. Yeah. So, like, if you want to grow as a person emotionally or whatever, like, like all that good stuff, I think the easiest way to start, or easy, I'm trying to get, so this is a habit I'm trying to break myself of. I always, 
I don't, I don't confuse them, but I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll say the word easy when the word I mean to say is simple. It's not easy, all right? It's very simple to get in shape. It's not easy, though. Right. So I think that transforming yourself in any way for personal growth should begin with physical transformation because it is the simplest. I can't help you understand your depression. Like I, I, I'm not qualified for that. I can't do it. But I can help you get a better physical state, and I promise you that doing that is going to at least mitigate some of those effects of, of depression and like mm-hmm. the mental thing and whatnot. So, um, you know, nothing in the world feels better than creating something that people love, and that's what you can do when your body is in good enough shape to go up there and wrestle and do yeah. things like that. You create something that people love, and that makes you feel good. So uh, that's just something I really want you guys to think about, transforming yourself. Yeah, John, I couldn't agree with that mm-hmm. more, man. I mean, reinventing yourself has a lot yeah. of layers to it, you oh, know, yeah. mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, I've been doing, you've been doing this a long time, uh, the strength coaching sure. stuff. I've been doing this for what, 18 years yeah, now. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people come in and to transform their body is what the yes. the, the reason they give me. But the real right. reason they're there is because of maybe it's depression. Absolutely. Or maybe they just had a bad breakup or they had a loss right. in the family. And they just need something. And that's the one thing they feel like they can maybe grab onto to take control of. For sure. And then once you can take control of that, that action of just being physically fit or working out or right. uh, just moving your body, all of a sudden things start to snowball. Sure. Um, so I, 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 I want to preface that because I think sometimes we think, oh, it's just we're just fitness guys. But I can 100% tell you right. that I, in my career I've had five, yeah, five people that have told me mm-hmm. that I help them – yeah. Uh, prevent themselves from uh, committing suicide. Right, right, right. I had, no, I, I had no idea what yes. was going on. I right. was just coaching them. They came in because of that. And, it, and so, guys, what, I mean, there's a lot. Once you do the physical part, yes. it's like all of it snowballs and it comes together. And then, then you're thinking better about yourself. You're doing other things that you need to. You're eating better. You know, maybe you're making those shows. You're starting to make right. those phone calls you need. You know, you're doing that stuff. It really does. So when you're reinventing yourself, I, I just agree with that 100%, man. Absolutely. If you start there with the physical transformation. And, I'm, and you know, I could have went many ways with that. I might, you know, you, you probably thought I was about to talk about, like, you, the listener, probably thought I was about to talk about reinvent your character or change. And that's too. We've talked about that a bunch of times on here. You need to try new things. You need to reinvent yeah. your character. Absolutely. Be a heel. Be a baby face. Change your gear. Change your colors. Change your, your tone of voice, your catchphrase. Yes, reinvent yourself constantly, even if it's just in front of your own mirror in your bathroom to try new things or in front of your friends to get their opinion and stuff. That's fine. But re- reinventing yourself like truly internally and mm-hmm. externally with physical transformation. Yeah. Major thing to do as well. Yeah. So... Um, let's move on a little bit here, but I want you to, cause these all things kind of apply to each other, right? This one's going to help the last one for sure. Surround yourself with a locker room of like-minded people. So, I mean, there may not be a perfect locker room out there, but you need to find people, travel more towards people and to where locations of where people are showing up who are, they like change more than they like complaining, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they create more things than they consume. All right. They actually give back to the environment, give back to their, the wrestling environment, yeah. the fans and whatnot. So you want people who live actively instead of accepting like the whole it is what it is right. phrase. It's people that are mm-hmm. taking action and being active. These are people that are chasing down their own potential. They know that it can always be better. Like right. they're super happy with 
this is, you know, this is a big thing for me. You be super happy with where you're at, especially if you're as blessed as we are to be able to do these podcasts and live, you know, have happy families and great homes and stuff. I'm happy to know where I'm at, but I know that it can be better as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm chasing down. And you should always do that. If you're having really decent matches, like you're like, man, my body looks pretty good. My promos are okay. I'm having really solid matches. I kind of like where I'm working. This is great. Be happy with that and know that it can be better. Know that like, but... I could double my income and that would be awesome. Yeah. Like, and chase down those things. And that might be by surrounding yourself with locker rooms that are full of people that are just like that, just mm-hmm. as hungry and as happy with you. And you need to travel more towards those places. It matters. The people you hang out with absolutely matter. 100%. So, guys, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's start to wrap it up here, but I'm still going. So, let's think about there's seven days in a week, right? You got 168 hours. 112 of those most likely are you awake. So that is more than enough, guys. Go out there and make some decisions. Make some new standards for yourself. We've talked about that on this podcast Mm -hmm. before. Just standards might be as simple as I am now going to drink a gallon of water a day or as, you know, as, as high as, as whatever, as, as 300 minutes of a workout this week, you know, whatever it might be, make new standards for yourself. Um, ask more of yourself, demand more of yourself. Like, uh, I, I can't express that enough. One of my favorite quotes is just like the, the level of life you're going to live is the amount of effort you tolerate from yourself. And so like, if you're okay with low, low effort, that's what you're going to get. That's what you'll get out of your life is if you, if you're okay with low, low effort, that's what you get. So set new standards and ask more of yourself. You should expect more of yourself than anyone else. Like that's, that's it. Like don't, don't be disappointed in other people. Be disappointed in yourself. Like, go out there and make moves and do things. Start something new. That might be a new gimmick. That might be a new traveling pattern. That might be hanging out with somebody different. That might be a new gym. It could be anything, okay? Change everything if you need to, meaning freaking move. Go somewhere else. Move to a different city where you can get more access to the things that you need. And you might have to work a job that you don't like to earn enough money to make that happen. But you know what? You're obsessed, and that's what you do. That's part of the obsession. Mm-hmm. knowing that you might have to do something that you don't necessarily love to make it happen. So change everything if you have to. Don't wake up the same person every single day because calendars are only useful for one thing, and that is to remind us that time is running out. All right? I, I, I love to tell people and my clients and wrestlers that like you've all, you know, it's never too late, and it's not. I really mm-hmm. believe that it's never too late. However, it gets harder and harder as you get older. It yeah. really, really does, especially if you're talking about an industry like pro wrestling where, you know, hiring older and older people is is not like that's even you want to talk about one percent of the one percent. Like you got guys like Dave Batista who main evented WrestleMania and didn't start wrestling until his like mid 30s. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's, that's rare, guys. That is so, so rare. So you got to be careful about that. Um I'm going to wrap it all up by saying eventually you do have to choose. You have to choose ordinary life or extraordinary life. You can settle. Absolutely. You can spend time as the current version of yourself, which can be okay. If you are like, man, I'm making an okay amount of money, but I also have to keep a day job, like really, you know, but I do like what I'm doing. You need to make that commitment and just be like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm doing with pro wrestling. And that's okay. There's nothing really wrong with that, right? Just know that if you want something more, if you want to hunt down that highest potential, you have to make different choices. All right, You have to change things. Neither one of those is right or wrong, but it is a choice that you eventually have to make. So, All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Aaron? I mean, 
Man, no, I love it, man. Yeah. Because and that last point you made, I really mm-hmm. like because you know each as an individual, you get to decide where that yeah. happy peacefulness is in your yes. life. And uh, it's it's different for everybody. I for know sure. I've went through stages with that. Like, you know, I've owned gyms in the past. And I was yep. like, I got to hit this. And then I got where I wanted, where I thought I wanted. Right. And I realized, I don't know. This is not like I'm, right. I'm, neglecting, my, I, I'm like, neglecting my family right. a little bit. I don't need that anymore. I right. need this. And yep. um, yeah, so yeah. It, it's constantly a, kind of almost a, a, a moving bar. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. the goalpost is moving. Like, yeah. Yeah, just to get there. But but I love that point. And I think, I think the, the way for me to know is like checking – my peaceful level like am i happy yes am i peaceful am i feeling really good where right. i am or is there something missing and then reset man no this is what i want right. and sometimes that takes a lot of work to figure out exactly oh, what yeah. that it's, is it's, I, it's never like super easy yeah, yeah and yeah. i'll try different things and finally i'll kind of figure it out like right now i'm doing some different workout stuff right. and you know i'm trying to find that time to spend more time with my family and for things. Sure. but anyway i i love this episode man i love i love everything in here and guys i hope uh, that you got something from it and um for sure. i love to hear um you know that facebook page some information oh, yeah. about it Head on over to Facebook, join our private Facebook group at How to Become a Pro Wrestler, and please let us know what you thought about yes. this episode. I want to mix episodes like this in every once in a while where we're talking about more, I don't know, like internal, like mm-hmm. mental things, because yeah. I'm, it's a big part of my life and my transformation and helping my clients change, yeah. be those pro wrestling clients or just general community getting better shape clients. So um, I, I'd love to hear what you guys think about this, and I want to talk about it more. So. Yeah. Head on over to that Facebook page and let us know. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.